inspiration, success stories, expert advice, strategies, new ideas, and amazing conversations. Everything you need to become a great speaker. This is Oscar Santolaya, and welcome to Time to Shine. Hello, and thank you to a new episode of Time to Shine. Today, we're going to hear how to become magnetic. And for that, we have a special guest who is Mario Hellman. She's an executive communication coach dedicated to helping leaders become the powerful leaders they want to be. Mario is the creator of the Magnetic Executive Signature Program that helps high-achieving executives and organizations become the number one leaders in their field. Interestingly, Mario's previous work includes Finland Emojis, which is the most successful global PR campaign for Finland to date. She is also an avid tennis fan, and she also hosts a podcast which is called Essin to Miss Clinica, which is in Finnish, so for the, for the Finnish-speaking listeners, which is also about performance and communication. Hello, Mario. Welcome. Hello, Oscar. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for inviting me. It's so great to be here. Yeah, it's a pleasure talking with you today, Mario. Please tell us a bit about your journey, your journey to become speaker and communication coach. Great. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, my journey actually started when I was around five. <laughs> wow. When I started ballet. So, yes, um, all throughout my life, I've been doing something with regards to performing on stage, music, acting, theatre, um, you name it, all sorts of arts, playing piano. Um, and I just discovered pretty much, I would say, five years ago that all these little things that I'd done all throughout my life, all my hobbies, all my education, um, I studied theatre at, at a university in London. And, and acting and everything, all those roads had been leading me to this. And, you know, mm. it's one of those funny discoveries that you, when, when you get a bit older, <laughs> you, you can connect the dots. So, yeah, mm. so my, my uh, journey started when I was around five and I, I went to my first ballet class. And from then on, you know, spending loads of time doing, doing all sorts of activities and, and ending up at university studying acting and theatre in London. And then when I was doing my, my acting thing and when I was at university, I realized that I actually, I was very, very interested in, in humans in general, not just, you know, as an actor, you know, discovering, you know, what's inside of me, but like what other people were thinking, what was happening outside in the world. So that led me to journalism. So when I moved to Finland, I decided to, to you know start doing journalism I went to school um, again for for a little while and did this course in, in radio journalism and, and uh, from there um, ended up in there uh, in, in TV and I stayed in TV for a few years first doing a music program and an entertainment news mm -hmm. program and then from there to actually an evening news so yeah so from there when I was doing my news broadcasting, I realized it was around 2008, maybe, no, 2000, sorry, 2000, I get my, my years mixed up, but it was <laughs> 2000, and, no, it was eight, seven. Um, I realized that there were more and more 
communications coming from places called communications agencies. And I Googled one up. I was like, what is this communications agency? What is an agency? What do they do? And I Googled it. And so as the story goes, I ended up working in one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when I went to a communications agency, all these roads started coming together. And there I realized that I could actually do coaching and I can teach with these skills that I've developed all throughout my life, mm-hmm. you know, on stage, in journalism, and now in communications, I can combine them all and become a coach. So that was one of those great realizations that I had a few years ago when I was really searching my soul <laughs> deep down, you know, what do I really love doing? Um, there must be something that I excel in that I'm really, really good at. And I wrote down loads of things, you know, on a piece of paper. I wrote down what do I love doing? What are the uh, the influences that I've had so 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 far in my life? What have I enjoyed doing the most? And circled the things that I loved the most, uh, where I had the most energy. And I realized it's coaching, it's mm-hmm. training people, in inspiring people, and that's that's it, pretty much. And then I just went to my boss at the time at the communications agency, and I said, look. This is what I'm going to do from now on. And she said, great, go ahead. <laughs> and I developed this performance, um, this communications, presentations, coaching uh, within the agency. And after a while, I realized that it's actually something that I would love to develop for myself. So I I uh, decided to leave my job and become an entrepreneur and start doing this full time, which I love. So that's my story. <laughs> Well, fantastic. Yes, definitely. Many, many paths you were taking and then the realization, right? Yes. Excellent. So as, as I said that you created the Magnetic Executive Signature Program. Yes. So my first question is going to be what is magnetic? So what, uh, as you are focusing on, on leaders and executives, so what what makes a leader magnetic? It's a combination of things. Mm-hmm. First of all, Being magnetic is about your heart. It's authenticity. It's also an ability to listen. When we think about magnetic people, they're not necessarily the ones who are the loudest, but they are the ones who we want to follow. So when we talk about leaders or when we talk about bosses, there's a difference. You know, I like to talk about magnetic executives and the magnetic leaders because leaders are people who we want to follow and bosses are people who, you know, boss us around. That's the name, you know. They, they tell us what to do. They order us around. And we don't necessarily want to follow people like, like that unless we are forced to. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so magnetic leadership is something that is showing your true authentic self as the leader and being able to lead with your heart, you know, make people want to follow you instead of trying to force them to follow you. Mm -hmm. And communications has a lot to do with that. Um, Why I talk about magnetic communication is Mm -hmm. uh, magnetic communication is a skill set. It's something we can all learn. And but it starts from those basic that I just mentioned, you know, 
being true to yourself and and being an authentic self and and not putting on airs and and not forcing people to follow you and listen to you but actually be worth listening to be worth following so and it all boils down to great communication and how you communicate with people how good your interaction skills are and how you present yourself mm-hmm. okay great you have made a comparison between leaders and, and bosses of course we want to mm-hmm. we want to 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 be led by these these magnetic leaders eh? and yes. why this magnetic communication is is a key requirement for for any any leader uh, right now so why why someone should um yeah um improve well, whatever is not ready yeah 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 unfortunately in the world right now and in like previous history as well we've had bosses or, or world leaders mm-hmm. who haven't necessarily been magnetic leaders you know they might be charismatic or they might be i would say if you're in the wrong way you're charismatic then you're narcissistic um so in this time and age when things are there are horrible things happening in the world as we speak we need magnetic leaders who we want to follow mm-hmm. who lead with their hearts and make us listen so that's very important at the moment so that the leaders are not just forcing people you know we have someone who who is currently doing that and it's not very successful and um so instead the the other solution is to be a leader who who people want to follow and we have good examples of those as well at the moment but um so for at the moment why it's so important is that when we in organizations for example when we when when we are working in an organization um we talk about the great resignation which is happening in in the United States especially mm-hmm. a little bit here in Europe as well it means that people are leaving their jobs they don't want to after the pandemic they don't really want to be working the same way they were working before uh, and we're questioning you know what is the role of our jobs at the moment anyway and how should i be working and who should i be working with and who should i be working for we want to have meaningful jobs and that means that for leaders they need to step up their game as communicators as well you know the pandemic has shown us that interaction skills you know when you when you interact when you when you are the leader and when you have people in your company interaction is extremely important and one of the reasons why people have decided to leave now is because they have left felt left out mm-hmm. during this pandemic you know the leaders haven't necessarily been great at communicating you know the changes in the organization or where we are heading you know communicating their vision these basic things that the leader should be doing but when we are all separated and people are sitting at home and teleworking and and you know not really being connected to each other teams have have been you know distributed all over the world that makes it hard for us to communicate but this is exactly when we should be investing in communication and why we should be uh training ourselves to become better communicators this is exactly the moment but we've sort of skipped that for some reason the organizations organizations have forgotten about the basic skill and this is the end result so it is very very important at the moment to be able to communicate and and be a magnetic communicator 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you mentioned the the great resignation. Of course, is something that uh-huh. it's happening today. Is uh, we hear uh-huh. quite often, and yeah, it's it's a well, let's say in, in great part a failure of of leaders and different part different organization different levels of the organizations. Mm-hmm. Regarding to this, do the skills? If you can tell, just mention just few of them. The main communication skills that a magnetic leader has. What what would they be? I start with listening. Mm-hmm. Uh, listening is is a great skill for all of us. <laughs> so and and really actively listening and and trying to not always waiting for your turn to say something. You know, like I went when I said in the beginning that magnetic leadership is not about forcing your opinion on someone and not necessarily being the loudest in the room, but you are probably at least one of the most interesting people in the room when you when you're magnetic. And what makes us magnetic is how we are interested and how we take the other person into account when we are in interaction with them. This means that we are not just waiting to answer, mm-hmm. but we're actually listening to the other person. Like, what are they really trying to say? And actively listening. This is different from just like nodding your head and going like, come on, come on, waiting for your turn to answer. <laughs> so so that's that's the key, one of the key skills. And the second that is directly, re- directly related to communication is clarity in messaging. You know, really mm-hmm. think about what is your key message and what are you trying to say? You know, it's so easy to ramble on and, and, and talk and talk and talk and fill the airspace <laughs> with your talk. But ma- magnetic communicators, they take time to really think about what is, what is, it, what is my, my key message here? How can I be clear, clearer in my communication? So that's another skill. And it's, um, we should pay more attention to that, especially nowadays when we are spending so much time online. Uh, it's tougher to follow each other and it gets a bit hard as well. You know, when, when someone is just talking constantly at us um, on Teams or Google Meet or whatever, it's, it's hard to follow someone who is just constantly talking without a point. So especially in this a distant life that we've been living, it's especially important to crystallize your message. What are you actually trying to say? So that's that's a sign of a magnetic communicator that they they have crystallized their messages and they are able to communicate that message with clarity and with influence and with impact. And that takes us to um, other things like body language the tone of your voice, um, how you carry yourself, your presence. And that's also something to do with communication. You know, everything we do with our bodies and everything we do with our expressions and, and with our hands, that's all communication. So we have to pay attention to that as well. And did you know that the biggest parts, like the studies show, that's just a tiny portion of our communication is actually what we say. And the biggest part is how we say it. So body language, expressions, um, the way we, we move, how we are dressed, how we, you know, how we carry ourselves. Those are all 
little clues to the other person. That's, oh, okay, so this person I'm talking to, she or he is like this and, and is he trustworthy or is he not? These are the little clues that we need when we communicate with people. And uh, when I said that the, uh, these distant calls and, and teams and meets and so on and Zooms are a bit tough, it's because we can't see the clues. Mm-hmm. We are so yes. accustomed to analyzing each other with you know when we see each other when we're like hey you know you know i know this person now you know this is what he looks like this is how he carries himself this is how he walks this is how he talks you know i analyze people when when we see each other but when we are through this camera lens and especially if we just show our faces mm. you know nothing else not yes. our hands not our bodies yes. nothing it's just you know you do you, you you have to you stare at people in the eye all the time it's so hard and we are not used to that and we don't pick up on any clues and so we are trying to analyze all the time like can i trust this person <laughs> who is you know who is he really i wonder if he's tall if he's short you know so it's so tough and that's why uh, especially practicing magnetic communication is so important that you know how to give more clues when you are on teams or in, in zoom calls so that people can, you know, get to know you better. That's magnetism when you show people your true self. And you can't really do it if you have the camera switched off or if you're just showing your face <laughs> on the camera. So those are some of the things that make you magnetic. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, I found very interesting that you started um, in that order. You started with, uh, with listening, correct? So it's something that, mm-hmm. yeah, often is not the top but I definitely agree with <laughs> with what you just said. Yeah, and you also mentioned a bit earlier um, there are also charismatic leaders. Right? So how how you contrast magnetic and charismatic? Charismatic is something that other people say. <laughs> you are. Uh, it's very hard for us to say, "Hey, I'm really charismatic," <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, like exactly. you know. <laughs> It's uh, like, oh, really? You know, that's just, you know, (laughs) you're a narcissist or something. That's so weird. (laughs) And um, so uh, charisma is something that we quite often, you know, talk about when we we, we talk about magnetic leaders. But And we all want to be charismatic as well. So it has a lot to do with, you know, magnetism, uh, certainly. And uh, those are not um, completely different things. But magnetic uh, leadership is also, or being magnetic, uh, is when you are drawing people to you. Charisma can be a bit distant, but magnetism is something that when you're when you're really drawing people to you, charisma mm-hmm. is like admiration. It's 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 great to have, but magnetism is it starts from something deeper. I think you know it's it's from within, and charisma is like other people's label on you. Mm-hmm. Okay, definitely. Very They're definitely related. Yeah, yeah I, I see. Also, I see also the the mm. relationship, mm. of course. Mm. Yeah. So, interesting also to hear um, if you can mention and tell a bit of some some persons, some known people, or even people. Yeah, mm. you can tell these leaders who are yes. magnetics and and why. Yes. Well, my clients always like when I ask them this question, I'm like, you know, so who do you think is magnetic? Who do you think is a charismatic speaker or charismatic or magnetic leader? 
two names always pop up. And this is for everyone. This is all over the world. This is so funny. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, have a guess who they are. <laughs> Can you think of anyone? <laughs> who do you, who would you say is very charismatic leader? Can you think of anyone? I give you clues. They are a husband and wife in America. In America. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think you mean the Obamas probably you mentioned. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so those are always the examples that people give. And those are really good examples. I always ask them, like, who comes to your mind? You know, who's, who's a very charismatic speaker and, and that kind of leader that you would like to follow? And it's always Barack and Michelle Obama. Um, so, you know, I've all obviously studied why that is. And there are some key things. Let's start with Michelle. Michelle Obama, she has this ability to be an authentic leader. And authenticity often is magnetism, which means that she's not afraid to show her feelings when she speaks. And she gets carried away sometimes by her own words. You know, instead of even if she's reading from a prompter, she still feels the words. You know, she's really feeling, she, she genuinely believes in her message. And that is one of the key elements of becoming a magnetic leader. Mm -hmm. Is to believe in your message. Yes. Is to really internalize your message. Like I said earlier, what is it that you really want to say and do you believe in it yourself? And some uh, leaders that I work with, they often say that when someone writes a speech for them, You know, especially politicians, they might have script writers mm -hmm. and um, speech writers. So they are not, re they are reading someone else's words. And then when, when we listen to those speeches, it's, it's very hollow. It's like, you know, it's like, oh, this kind of a robot speaking, but we don't feel anything. As an audience, we're like, okay, nice words. Next. <laughs> we don't really connect. But to be a magnetic leader, you have to internalize what you're saying and believe in it. Because audience, not we as audiences, we do recognize when someone actually believes in what they are saying. So Michelle Obama has this really great ability to be believable in whatever she says. And she lets her feelings show. And she has a very expressive face and she might start crying in the middle of, you know, not crying, crying, but, you know, you can see, see her eyes tearing up, for example, when she talks about, you know, her own experiences. And this is another thing. Magnetic communicators use stories. They have great stories to tell. And I always say this. Facts, facts tell, but stories sell. So if you really want to sell an idea, you have to know how to tell stories. And Michelle Obama is a great storyteller. She can tell stories, and, and Barack as well. You can tell stories. She can tell stories about her, her, her life in the White House and how the first time when she went there, what her daughters were thinking. And, and when, when she talks about that story, she gets emotional. And that's real authentic, real authenticity that comes through. And that's so endearing. And, um, and it doesn't take away her leadership. You know, a lot of people ask me, like, okay, so if I, 
reveal bits of myself and if, if I reveal my own stories, doesn't that mean that I'm less believable and I'm less competent? And it's the other way around. You know, when you share a bit of yourself, you're believable, you're authentic, and people can relate to you. And that's what we want. We want to, we want to be able to relate to the person who's speaking on the stage or our leader. And if we never show them our real selves, then that's like the robot speaking that I just described, you know, very hollow, very kind of distant and no real connection. So that's the magnetism of Michelle Obama. She can do that. And her husband, uh, he has similar qualities. And one really good thing that he does and he knows how to do really well is pausing. He is an expert in, in using his tone of voice like this. He ends his sentences like this. He doesn't go up like this. We call this up speak, mm -hmm. you know, when you're kind of questioning everything, <laughs> even yeah. if it's not a question. And that doesn't sound very competent, does it? Yes. <laughs> you know, it sounds like, you know, why you, you're even questioning yourself, you know, like this. You know, I don't even know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so, but Barack Obama goes down. Mm -hmm. And that's very statesman-like. You know, you go down at the end of your sentences. But what he also does, he takes pauses. And taking meaningful pauses is a very important uh, lesson to learn to anyone who wants to be a bit more magnetic communicator. Yes, yeah, so Barack is very good at that. And he also knows how to move his body and, and be really confident in his body when he's on stage. He has that kind of stage presence. And that comes from, um, you can't see me now, but <laughs> you have to be centered. Do you, do you know what I mean about that centered? Like even if you're turning around or if you're sitting in the chair, <laughs> you you are directing your chest or your middle of your chest, the audience. So you never really, even if you're walking sideways, you still keep your posture and you kind of, your, your chest is facing forward mm. and, okay. and it's very open. He has a very open position all the time. And an open position tells us that this person is very confident and he's mm -hmm. very certain and he's very comfortable in his body. And that's endearing. That's very, you know, we want to trust people like that. So, yes, he has the body language. He knows how to pause and he uses his voice in a very soothing manner, which is really nice to, to listen to. And, and Michelle is a great storyteller and a very authentic leader. So those are the th two things why uh, people perceive them as being magnetic leaders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you. Thank you definitely for illustrating uh, what is um, it's magnetic in these two, two well-known leaders. Mm -hmm. so, something that is, is related is also when someone sees you for the first time having a this great first impression. So how, how to make sure that we make a good impression in people? I think one of the most underlooked things is actually what happens before you try to make that first impression. So too often we go into a situation, you know, like, oh, my God, you know, 
oh my god i just get off a taxi or train and whatever and uh, oh we just go there and we open the door and we say hello and you know like that that that, that is the usual way right mm-hmm. but we should stop and think for a second before we open the door and this is the key question what is my intention so when i go to that room when i go in what is my intention how do i want to be perceived that's a key thing do i want to be do i want to appear confident do i want to do i want other people to see me as a bridge builder you know and for example in negotiations this is very important you know i don't get provoked no matter mm. what happens this is a decision that you make before you enter and when you make that kind of decision you know like um quite often when i go into a coaching session uh for example with a leadership team i decide beforehand mm-hmm. today i'm going to be so inspirational that mm. they're going to have so much energy after this yes. so i decide to be inspirational and with that one word when i open the door i already know that my job is to be inspirational and i get really i get this feeling that i am inspirational so so it start, starts with that decision you know do you want to be funny do you want to be you know confident do you want to be trustworthy whatever you want to be you decide before you go into that situation and that is one of the key things uh when you're trying to make a great first impression but i i tell you that most people always overlook this <laughs> they mm. never do it or they don't know how to do it so <laughs> that's just one of the the key things that i always advise people to 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 think about stop and think and what is your intention and then go in yeah it's a definitely um, good one because yeah. um, i also have experience myself sometimes i know i have to show up to some meeting some uh, event and of course uh, you are you're a bit distracted a bit maybe nervous so you do things in a rush right you can walk in a rush yes. things like that right you don't pay attention until you are there you, you believe that everything starts you are at the center of the attention but as you say is before yeah absolutely so from now on you know what to do so take a deep breath <laughs> and uh, think about you know how you want to be perceived what is your intention and open the door like a winner <laughs> mhm exactly thing is that you asked about the uh the first impression and i would say it's the same for um anyone who wants to be more magnetic is to breathe i talked about uh, taking pauses for barack obama knows really well and that's related to this but if you just carry on like like this all the time you're not really breathing and this is not very charismatic and it's not very magnetic and it's not like giving anyone any space So if you want to make sure that you're creating a great first impression is to actually pause. Mm-hmm. Breathe. That's essential. So take a deep breath in and when you speak when you start speaking you breathe out and you connect with the person. You look them in the eye directly and you start speaking and you smile. That is the key for making a great impression after you've created that established that intention and then you go into the room you breathe in instantly charismatic you know you're not just babbling away but you you see the person you breathe in 
you breathe out, start speaking, say hello, you smile, shake their hand, look them in the eye, and that's instantly you appear so confident. Mm-hmm. That's the key tip. Yes, I could agree more with that. Mario, could could you share with us what is your favorite quotation? One of them is to, I have many. <laughs> so I love all sorts of um, um, quotes and, and slogans and so on. But one of them is to celebrate any time you can. You know, you never know what's going to happen tomorrow. And, and so at least you've had champagne today. So, so make any, you know, there's always a reason to celebrate. Mm. Always. That is my, my, my key quotes for today. There's always a reason to celebrate. And even a loss, you know, when things are not going that great, you can celebrate. Because you can celebrate that's the fact that you're learning something. So what? You know, this one didn't go so well, but I learned something. Let's celebrate my learning. So there's always a reason to celebrate. Take every opportunity to celebrate with your friends. Maybe have a bit of champagne or whatever is your <laughs> your chosen drink. But you know, just 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 take some time to to really enjoy all your wins, especially your wins. If you have just the tiniest win, whatever sure. it is, uh, stop feeling in your body. Like, how does it actually feel? at the moment when I had this little win or a big win even and uh, and um, and make an occasion out of that it's that's life it's uh, it's the best thing in life yeah I like that <laughs> could you now recommend <laughs> us one book that has been inspiring influential for you yes well it's actually uh, it's uh, it's a different kind of book it's um, I like tennis <laughs> Mm-hmm. So this this book I have it in my hand at the moment. It's called The Inner Game of Tennis, mm. and it's a tiny book. It's only it's very thin, but it's packed with um, not just about tennis. It's not just about you know how to play a game of tennis, but like it says, is the inner game of tennis. Mm-hmm. And the inner game of tennis is like the inner game of anything. The inner game of winning. The inner game of having more confidence. So it's a really good tiny book for anyone who wants to, who sometimes sometimes battles with that inner voice, you know, your inner voice, which is always your worst critic. The one who says, you know, oh, this one you didn't do, do so well and, and why did you lose that opportunity and why did I mm. say what I said? And, you know, that little, you know, the, the voice, the horrible voice <laughs> that is always like nagging at us. So this book teaches us to how to quiet that voice and how to how to concentrate on the things that you can change, control your controllables, so to speak, and and then forget about the rest. And it's a very uh, inspirational book for anyone who wants to quiet that nagging little voice <laughs> inside your head and, and con- concentrate on the the things that you should be concentrating on. Mm-hmm. Yes, I read that book actually, even though I don't play tennis and it's it's really good. So yeah, yeah. thank you for yes. reminding that. Yeah. Yes, yeah. And it says, the ultimate guide to the mental side of peak performance. So it's about peak performance, not just about the, uh, you know, uh, tennis itself, although there are some 
things about tennis as well, which are mm-hmm. very enjoyable for anyone who plays tennis. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. So finally, share with us an exercise, something practical that you w- would recommend us doing it regularly, a routine to shine. Yes. I say practice pausing. The next time you are in an interaction with someone, make sure that you try to, you know, you, you learn pausing a bit more. You know, listen when someone is speaking to you. Breathe properly and speak with intention and take meaningful pauses. You know, practice this. And also another thing is people ask me a lot, you know, where do I put my hands? What do I do with my hands when I speak or when I'm on stage? (laughs) And you can practice this every single day. I do. You know, I really pay attention to my body and my my arms (laughs) when I'm speaking. Now, what do I do with them? Do I hold a pen all the time? Um, do I uh, keep my arms crossed in, in front of my body? Do I want to put them in my pockets? What do I do with my hands? And instead, I practice just keeping my arms relaxed. On, on you know, just relaxed, hanging, and, and this open position when I talk. Even when I'm on stage, I practice this every single day, you know, not do anything with my hands particularly, but just keep them by my side, relaxed and ready to be used. You know, we can speak with our hands. As Finns, we are not that great speaking with our hands. And I always say to people, you can easily use your hands a bit more. So practice that. Two things. Breathe in. Take a pause. You're instantly more charismatic and magnetic. And second, Practice your hands, where you keep your hands when you talk. Try to keep an open position and concentrate on the other person or concentrate on your audience. Keep your hands and arms relaxed. Just check what happens. It gets more comfortable each time. Yeah, definitely. And, and regarding the poses, yeah, I notice you <laughs> you make poses intentionally from time to time. Which is, uh, that's that's great. Fantastic. I try. <laughs> <laughs> that's what yeah. I'm trying to learn as well. It's, you know, I'm trying to learn my yeah <laughs> my craft. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very important. Yeah, I also do my best to add uh, these poses when I'm speaking before bringing the next interesting idea. Yeah. That, Poses are powerful. No doubt. Thank you very much for this very interesting conversation, Mario. Please let us know how people would like to um, learn more about you, follow you. Perfect. Um, First of all, you can find me. I have two websites. Um, The first one is just my name, uh, mariohelman.com. Mario Hellman, like the mayonnaise, Hellman, but with just one N, <laughs> mariohelman.com. Um, and also uh, a new one that I'm ready to launch any day now is called magneticexecutive.com. And um, very interestingly, and I think for your listeners as well, Oscar, um, I'm hosting a free masterclass in April, which uh, I would love to have loads of people attend to. Um, I'm hosting it on Zoom 
and it's on the 12th of April and on the 20th of April in different times. You can select different times because there are different time zones in the world. Mm-hmm. And, um, and in this masterclass, we are really digging into magnetic communication and magnetic leadership. The masterclass is called the Magnetic Leader Masterclass. And like its name says, it's about magnetic leadership, how to become a magnetic leader. And it's a 90-minute webinar where people can ask questions and and, um, and um, we really dig into that magnetism. And I'm sure you will learn a lot about communications as well. So, yes, when you go to my website, there's going to be a link to the masterclass and also on LinkedIn. I'm mostly on LinkedIn or Instagram. So if you go to LinkedIn, Mario Hellman, you will find the link to the masterclass there as well and a group for the masterclass. So search on LinkedIn. And I'm also on Instagram with my own name, <laughs> Mario Hellman, surprisingly. So there's um, there's uh, information about the uh, upcoming masterclass as well. So I'd love people to attend to. And Oscar, you're welcome as well. Thank you. That sounds super interesting. Definitely. Thank you for, for inviting us. <laughs> And yeah, thank you again for this uh, very interesting com- uh, conversation. And I wish you all the best, Mario. Thank you so much, Oscar. It was it was so much fun. I hope you enjoyed this conversation. Do me a favor. Have you read my book, Rock the Tech Stage? Please go to Amazon.com and leave me a review. I appreciate all your support. Keep shining and the next time...